0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed upon the Word of God, chapter by chapter. Today we come to Revelation 11, which is not an easy chapter, and it's actually the last chapter of this first section of Revelation, giving us an overview, even you could say a sketch, of God's plan, God's purpose. And in Revelation, we have the end, the end of this. and Revelation 12, to the end of the book, get into more of the details and some of the crucial matters covered in this first section. So in this chapter, I'd like to mainly highlight matters regarding the seven trumpet, but just a little bit about the first part. There's the great tribulation that is spoken about by the Lord in Matthew 24. The 42 months, this is mentioned in verse 2, they will trample the holy city for 42 months. And then that's the same as in verse 3, where my two witnesses Will prophesy a thousand two hundred and sixty days, the same time as forty-two months, which is three and a half years. It's this great tribulation, and the two witnesses are here to testify for God and against Antichrist. And ultimately, that period ends with the seventh trumpet. And this is verse 15. It says, And the seventh angel trumpeted, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. And he will reign forever and ever. So this is actually the last trumpet. After this trumpet, this comprises all the fulfillment of God's purpose. From the end of the Great Tribulation to eternity future to the New Jerusalem in chapters 21 and 22. Where we are with the Lord for eternity. And one big matter here is the kingdom. It says, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. Even if you think back to Matthew where we've begun, when the Lord came, he came to proclaim the kingdom of the heavens, the kingdom gospel. On the Lord's heart has always been this matter of gaining a kingdom. And a kingdom, it's a realm, it's a sphere where the Lord can rule, can reign, and has total ground course, ultimately, this is referring to when the Lord comes back, the kingdom of the world that we're in now, it will become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. He will reign, but there's actually two aspects to the kingdom. Outwardly, we expect the Lord to come, and when he comes, he will set up his kingdom on the earth. But inwardly, you could say the Lord is coming back from within each and every one of us, and we can participate in his coming By giving Him the ground and giving Him the way to rule in us today. We want to be in God's kingdom today. You know, it's so easy to be so free to do what we like. We have our own will. We make our own choices. But the Lord wants to come in to have the first place. I don't know if you've ever even prayed this. Lord, may your kingdom come more in me. Lord, I want you to rule and reign inside of me as we each have this experience of allowing God's kingdom to grow, to increase. We're under his ruling. Little by little, the Lord wants to gain this in believers on the earth till he gains a group of people with whom and in whom he has full ground. Full ground. When the Lord gains this on the earth, then he can come back even to set up his kingdom in full. And in verse 18, when he comes back, it says, the time to give the reward to your slaves, the prophets, and the saints, and to those who fear your name, to the small and to the great, and to destroy those who destroy the earth. You know, the result of when he comes to establish his kingdom is that there is a reward. The reward is given by the Lord to his faithful ones at his coming back. You know, um, even according to 2 Corinthians 5.10, when Christ comes, there will be a judgment seat. We all will answer to the Lord for our life. It's not just, you know, when we receive the Lord, we're saved for eternity, but how we live our life every day, it matters. It matters to Him. The decisions we make, what we do, the Lord desires that we would grow, that He would grow in us, even that we would grow with other believers, caring for what is on the Lord's heart. And there is a reward to those who are faithful to Him. If we are those who aspire to live a life under God's ruling and reigning, saying yes, saying amen to His leading within, being governed, even restricted, by the revelation in the Word, giving our life to the fulfillment of God's purpose for Christ and for the church, for His expression on the earth today, I believe this will be the way for us to be rewarded. You know, this just really reminds me of Matthew 25, where if we are diligent to gain oil, to gain more of God, day by day in our vessel, and then to serve Him as a faithful and obedient slave to Him and to His purpose. Not living our life just for our life, but realizing we have a higher purpose. We are here to bring in God's kingdom, that the kingdom of the world would become the kingdom of our Lord, of His Christ. This is the highest reward, entering into the joy of our Lord and to be with Him for eternity. So, of course, at the end of the Great Tribulation, there is kingdom of a thousand years as a special reward to those who are faithful to the Lord in this age and then after these thousand years we enter into the new heaven the new earth with the new Jerusalem for eternity where we will all be there with the Lord as his wife for eternity so continue in the book of Revelation we want to see where our destiny is where we're on the way where we're headed to I guarantee it's a glorious destiny that's all we have for today thanks for joining and keep enjoying the Bible